Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to The Daily Whoop, where we bring you daily devotions and positive entertainment on Wednesdays. I'm your host, the single most average youth pastor alive, Caleb Schreiber. Today's the daily devotion part of that part of that intro. Today's not Wednesday, so it's a daily devotion. So uh, we're reading in the uh, book of James, chapter 4. This is the last part of chapter 4. And then we're going to the last chapter. What? James, chapter 4. Okay. Starting in verse 13. Okay. Let's go. Okay. Come. Now. First two words. Come now, you say. You who say, today or tomorrow, we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. For whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is a sin. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your word. Father, please bless uh, your word today and the people who are hearing this and, and and care and want to learn more about you. Jesus, I pray that you would teach us more about you today and that you would give us a specific word that you want all of us to learn as we go throughout today and go throughout our, our life spent with you. God, teach us, mold us, help us understand. It's in your name we pray. Amen. All right, so verse 13, it says, Come now who say, Today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town. Uh, Merchants were a thing back then, okay? And what would happen is as a merchant, you would have a bunch of things like spices and uh, food and preservatives and, and felts like uh, skins and things like this and they would they would go from town to town and they would spend a long time like this is a huge dedication being a merchant this and it was very common it was the best way to make money back then okay you take all a bunch of stuff that you find or that you barter from other people and then you go town to town and you sell your spices and you sell your uh, your furs and everything that you can can sell you sell Okay, it says they're going to such and such a town and spend a year there and trade to make a profit. Okay, yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. So James is saying here, like, listen, how, how can you make plans for a year in advance without the not the permission from God, but with without seeking that if that's what God wants for your life? Like, it's a huge commitment. It's a lot of travel time. It's a lot of it's it's a, a an entire year long spent with strangers, and what you also have to make sure that you understand that James is not saying here that we shouldn't make plans. God is a God of order, and He is a God of planning. Like if you did not know that God was planning for Jesus to come since the beginning of time, then you you need to you need to go read some more old testament because Jesus's plan all along is for the restoration of this world and his kingdom and to bring us back to him and he's been working that forever god is a god of a planning and we need to plan as well but then it says after this what is your life for you are just a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes um this is the there's a word here that is a reference to uh, the book of Job. Whenever Job says, my life just is appearing and then vanishing away. He says, my life is a vapor. He's saying that life is short. And that that time that we have on this earth, and while it is short, and it doesn't seem short for most of us. Because all of us are young. 
you know, who are listening, or most of us are young there who are listening. And it's like, what are we supposed to do with this? Like, I have freaking forever. But he's, what he's saying here is that we have some time that has been given to us by God. God gives us time, whether it's a lot of time, whether it's just a little time. But instead, it says in verse 15, instead you have to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. If the Lord wills, we will do this or that. The entire purpose of our Christian life, whenever you surrendered your life to Jesus, you gave God your word that you were going you were going to follow him and that you were going to listen to his commands and that you were going to live life according to him with him at the center of it all. But a lot of us Christians, this is American Christianity where we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior and then he is our helper throughout the way. And while Jesus does help us throughout the way, we are fully surrendered to him as king. And I think a lot of times we don't understand the concept of a king. Like right now we're voting on a president and a president is not really a king. Like a president, no matter how much somebody, one does say that they are or feels like they are, a president is a helper to the people. He's supposed to empower the people, but that's not the job of God. God is enthroned and he is in charge and he is all powerful and all knowing and omnipotent and he rules over our life, especially whenever you became a Christian and you surrendered your life to him. And if you surrendered your life to him, that means that every every decision and everything that you do, we should go to God in prayer and seek God's will for our lives. It says, if the Lord's wills, we will do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance, arrogance, all such is evil. He's saying it is evil to take back from what you already gave to God. If you gave your little brother or sister a present and you went over to them and you just snatched it away from them like like a year or so later. And you're just like, that's mine. I gave it to you in the first place. I'm going to take it back. Um, no. You gave it to them. You gave. You can't just change your mind like that. Well, you can, but it's evil. It's stupid. And, and if, if, if you're making decisions that flippant with your faith, he's saying that that is sin. Because whenever we become a Christian, whenever we surrender our lives to Jesus, it's because we trust him. And it, listen, you're not going to get it right away. You're not, you're not going sur- you, to be able to understand how to trust God entirely, fully re- at that moment. Some people do. But the Christian life is a journey of learning how to walk with Jesus and how to surrender our lives to him. So I encourage you today to look at uh, the decisions that you have to make coming up or look at the decisions that you are making right now in this moment and ask, is Jesus in the center of it all? Am I... Am I taking back the rights that I gave to Jesus as king? Or am I surrendering my will and giving it to God and accepting his in, in, in exchange? You know, am I, am I listening to God and am I, taking, am I taking his advice on what I should do from here on out? Okay, that's my word for you guys today. I hope you are encouraged and challenged by that. Um, I'll see you guys uh, back here tomorrow. I love you all. Bye. Have a good one.